It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Angie, let's take a look at the headlines and see some interesting takeaways from the past week or so of uh, news across the real estate world, see if it applies to us locally here as well. Lots of offers. The data is in. Closings across the country average three offers per home. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. that's that deserves a couple of exclamation points there. Um, buyer traffic has uh, another metric that folks look at is considered to be way up compared to this time last year in most locations across the country. And uh, I thought this was interesting, too, just a final stat to kind of drive this point home. 69% of listings were on the market less than a month. So that's a pretty decent amount of listings that are zipping off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I don't know, you know, the numbers as far as that data, but it sounds correct. (laughs) You know, I, I stand behind it. You know, the most of our homes, not most, but I would say majority of our listings are receiving multiple offers, especially at certain price points. And even some of the higher price points, we're seeing just obnoxious offers coming in on listing prices. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me that the country averaged three offers per home. Now, it can be troublesome and very upsetting when you are a seller and your home goes on the market and it doesn't fly off the market in a day with multiple offers. Just remember that based on location and price point, not every you know specific area is in that same scenario. I wish they were, but they're not. But yeah, I mean, we are seeing many, many multiple offers. And then also you mentioned that 69% of listings were on the market for less than a month. You know, in our market here locally in the Triangle MLS, we're under 30 days as far as average days on the market across the whole entire triangle. Now, our team specifically, we're at 16 days average on the market, where uh, the overall triangle, I think, is closer to around 26 or 27 days. So, you know, that would definitely be correct, you know, that, you know, probably 69% of listings, if not more, um, are on the market for less than a month. So, you know, what those numbers should tell you if you are a buyer is you need to be ready for the urgency, you know, and, you know, you need to be prepared to get out there when a home hits the market, run out there and make a quick decision, you know, you no longer have overnight to think about it. You know, if you love a home, you better move forward and have your agent make an offer on that home. Also make it a very attractive offer. So, you know, your agent should be educating you on what is needed to win these offers. You know, is it a strong due diligence uh, amount? Is it a shorter due diligence period, a strong, you know, offer price? So, you know, you need to go in with strong offers and in order to win out on the home that you love. Well, that's a great point, Angie, and uh, one that probably gets overlooked by a lot of folks. So definitely, um, you know, popping, popping, popping off. That's what the kids say these days, popping off all across the country. <laughs> Uh, another headline, Angie, this one had to do with uh, outdoor living. Um, it was kind of funny. I just saw a whole bunch of articles this past week or so 
different stories and articles and opinions and surveys and all. It was just like bombarded all of a sudden this week. It's like everybody got together and said, we're going to write articles on this this week. Um, so I figured we'd talk about it. Uh, all about the need to upgrade outdoor spaces. So from the buyer's perspective, there were articles talking about top wants right now are pools and outdoor recreation areas, those kinds of things. And it was like a mirror image talking about sellers. Hey, if you're going to sell your home, you need to upgrade your outdoor space, make it a top priority before you list your home. So there seems to be some alignment there on both the buyer and seller side. Are you seeing those needs and wants here locally as well? And has the outside of the home become that much more important in the age of COVID? It has 100%. Um, It's funny, in the past, before COVID, if we would go on a listing appointment and they had a pool, you know, we unfortunately had to have the, you know, conversation with our potential sellers that, you know, it could go 50-50, kind of either way. Some people love pools, some people despise pools and wouldn't want the extra maintenance, you know, so although you just spend $100,000 putting this pool in, you know, we're not going to get $100,000 back out. That conversation, though, has really shifted gears since COVID. Um, and a home that has a pool hits the market, and it seems to be gone. Like, within a day or two, multiple offers, like, that's what people are looking for. Because, you know, I know we talked a little bit earlier um, as far as how how boring I am, and I like to be at home. But with COVID, it's forced people to do that. <laughs> and maybe their, you know, amenities, like their neighborhood amenities, aren't open. Maybe they're a member of pool and clubhouse and whatnot, and that has closed down or is limited on the amount of people that could go out there. So people are doing a lot more things at home. So they're really enjoying those outdoor spaces. Now, if you are thinking about selling your home, do not go and put in a brand new pool. Okay. Um, I'm not telling you to do that because you will not get your money back out, but we are seeing that the home's with those amazing outdoor spaces, you know, used for, you know, recreation and whatnot, are really getting a lot more showings and getting top value. It's interesting to hear that they have certainly seen a shift in the market, because I I certainly agree with you. I feel like through the years we've hosted this show together, Angie, you know, I've always been about the outdoor space, but you're always kind of like, well, yeah, but the inside of the house is much more important to to the sale of the home. And so that's a, to me, that's a little bit of a noticeable shift there, of the Mm -hmm. importance of the outside area. Uh, So that's interesting. Uh, Speaking of upgrading things, but let's kind of go back inside the home, home improvement happiness. I thought this was an interesting article. There's a reason that Home Depot and Lowe's were packed, even at the height of the pandemic. I remember, I think the first place I went after lockdown or during lockdown, you know, the available places you could still go was a trip to Home Depot to get some plants because it was, you know, right at the beginning of the summer. Like everyone else in the world. And I was like, okay, doesn't feel like a pandemic here. It is Uh, slammed. I mean, there's so many people there. And it's interesting. A recent survey found that 55% of respondents cited quarantine as one of their chief reasons to choose a DIY project to do. 34% of respondents said improving the home aids in their mental health. And uh, there was just a lot of people that were checking the box of it's it, it gives me happiness. Um, others were choosing responses like, um, I chose a DIY project just because I had the extra time, so didn't need to hire a contractor, or because I didn't feel comfortable bringing in outside people. So you had this whole explosion of DIY stuff, which I found pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, the other home improvement takeaway from, uh, from this survey, the top three repairs during quarantine have been bathroom repair, interior painting, and number three, 
bathroom decor. I find it interesting that two of the top three spots related to the bathroom. <laughs> I, I just don't even know how to respond to this one. Um, I'm not... Going is there a link between all of this and the in the toilet paper shortages? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, going back to home improvement happiness. I mean, I'm 100 percent on board. I mean, we were the same. You know, let's get out to Home Depot and you know let me make my planners look beautiful. Where normally, um, well, I'm not. I do not have a green thumb in the first place. But I thought for a moment, you know, I, I did. But it's like, okay, you just you're keeping yourself busy, right? But I don't know about the repairs during quarantine. Uh, and the top two being more of associated with bathrooms, yeah, maybe it just was become an obsession with the the limited toilet paper that I, I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe uh, people were freaking out, so they just were using their bathrooms more, so then they noticed we, they needed an upgrade. <laughs> I don't all, know. We all spent a lot more time in the bathroom, apparently, yeah, during the, yeah. the beginning That's of the pandemic, an and we one. said, all right, we are upgrading this space. <laughs> so I, I don't know to agree or disagree. I'm not sure there. Um, it was more of an interesting tidbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, need, no need to, to have an opinion on it. Sounds like you guys all have fabulous bathrooms now. <laughs> That's right. I will say, as uh, someone who over the last two years has done a lot of uh, upgrading and renovating, I found the bathrooms relatively easy to tackle. That's that is true. That like is true. they're well, small spaces, why. so mentally it's like an easy like I can compartmentalize the project, and especially if you can then also while that one's under construction, you can use a different bathroom. You know what well, I mean? When you talk so. about the DIY projects, right? We're going you know through the roof. You know, a kitchen is not normally a DIY project. That, that's a, that's, so, that's on our list eventually, and that's not what I'm going to tackle on my own. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's why um, there was a, you know, an increase in renovations to the bathrooms mm-hmm. because it's something a little bit easier, I guess simpler, um, versus other areas in your home that you could upgrade on your own. In Does fact, that makes th- sense? Th- thinking about it, when we moved into our current home, the first things we did do were the bathrooms. Yeah. Um, we, we, you mentioned we, one of the things was painting, right? I mean, yeah, and painting, that's, is, uh, that's an obvious one. And it's a small thing. area, yeah. too. It's not even taking on a, a larger bedroom, you know? It, it's a bathroom. So, hey, let's just, let's, uh, we need a little bit of a freshness of our, you know, on our home, so let's yeah. repaint our bathroom. So, that yeah. makes sense. Well, the painting was was all over, just general, general oh, okay. interior okay. painting, so, which, uh, I mean, well, still makes sense, because you can pick any room and say, hey, let's paint point. this room, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, the, but every, I mean, I'm sure bathrooms were involved there as well, but uh, right, right. Uh, bathrooms are fun. You get the demo, you know, probably yeah. an existing like built in, uh, you know, maybe a built in countertop or something like that. So you get to do a little bit of demo, which is kind of fun. And, you know, theoretically the plumbing shouldn't be makes too hard to figure manly. out, you know? Yeah. It makes you feel fun. So <laughs> I liked it. I liked, I liked doing the bathrooms. I thought they were fun. Although I did have to call the plumber twice cause I drilled holes in the pipes, but oh, I, I remember this story. <laughs> I remember you tell me about this. I'm good buddies with the, uh, with the, with the plumber nearby now. So he's, <laughs> I'm, I'm his top client at the, at this point. Um, so in, in any event, it's uh it's good stuff. All learning, a learning process. And I totally agree with the happiness thing. I have really found a lot of joy in doing home projects, even ones that frustrate me and I get, you know, I, I just put in some flooring last week, in fact, fin- finished a project. And I kind of messed up, you know, when I first started it and I ended up having, you know, probably lost a box of flooring through my mess ups. So a little frustrating, <laughs> but boy, the sense of accomplishment afterward and just the joy of, of doing it. Uh, I've certainly caught the bug of doing home improvement and projects and working with your hands and that kind of stuff. It's, it, I can definitely relate to the happiness that it gives you just, just doing it in addition right, to the right. finished product. So that's pretty cool. 
Uh, here, here on the Savvy Realtor, we're talking about some recent headlines. One more to throw at you, Angie, and this one kind of relates back to how we began this conversation, talking about lots of offers and uh, multiple offers on homes and that sort of thing. And um, so piggybacking off of that first headline there, one reason that we may have seen so many offers is a dip in listing availability. Uh, data from the company Redfin shows a huge percentage drop in the number of listings for both new home sales and existing homes. Pretty significant drop, in fact, um, just the past couple of weeks. Is that a temporary dip in your mind, or could that be a new trend where we're just seeing less and less on the market, driving up these bidding wars for homes that do exist? Sure. Um, you know, I think the the thing that's needed or would need to change in order to see um, that stop, that, that dip, would be a change in interest rates. I think as long as interest rates stay at an all-time low, you know, we have all of these buyers in the market. We have less sellers that are moving because they have nowhere to move to, and it doesn't make sense for them to move. So those numbers just keep decreasing. So, you know, for that to change, I really think it's going to be an uptake in the interest rates. And then I think that will slow down, you know, that dip in the inventory, because right now we just keep seeing numbers drop, 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 drop. And I don't see that changing anytime soon unless we see an uptake in interest rates, which I don't want to see that take place at all. You know, I, I love the low interest rates, but we are in a, it's a difficult per se, like market when you're a buyer and you're trying to find a home and there's just nothing available. Yeah, it's a great point. And I think that I'll, it can be frustrating. Uh, we have some friends who are looking for a home right now and they've been outbid on a couple. Some are gone before they can even go look at them. And it's just tough, you know, that you're, you're working. It's hard to get into that mindset of like, you just need to start putting blind offers in on, on certain homes. It can be kind of yeah. a demoralizing thing for some folks. We, you know, and we have so many clients that do make, you know, either sight unseen offers and our team, I don't want to give away our secrets, but um, I would, <laughs> we would love to give um, you some guidance on that. There is a way to make a sight unseen offer with um, attaching like an additional addendum. So there's not as much at risk. And I've seen that work out a lot of times for our clients. You know, we give a very attractive offer to the seller um, and we're able then to, you know, get it accepted, get our client in there. Um, they then place their eyes on the home. And, you know, we've always had where they've loved it, loved the home even more than what they expected and move forward. Um, so there are ways to win out on these offers, you know, because all buyers are in that same situation and position that the limited inventory is just making it really tough to find a home where you make an offer on a home and you lose it to another buyer in the market. So, you know, working with an agent that can give you that guidance can really, you know, educate you and help you and assist you with getting out there quickly, viewing the homes in a timely manner and making those offers attractive is really important. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.